Hey everybody, I'm Marcel from Auto Revolution, and I'm back on Hot Rods by Boyd's podcast here with Chris Coddington and her, his co-host, Steve. <laughs> cool. Recording from our headquarters in Old Town Orange, welcome to the Hot Rods by Boyd podcast. Welcome back. We are here with another episode of the Hot Rods by Boyd podcast. I'm here in studio with my uh, co-host, Chris Coddington. How we doing, my friend? Real good. Nice, nice. Well, we got another in-studio guest today. Let's welcome to the show, Mr. Marcel Venable. What's up, bud? Hey, not much. How about you guys? Good, doing good, man. Doing good to see you good, again. Yeah. Glad to have you back, dude. Yeah. I'm going to talk some cool trucks and other stuff going on, well, right? That's, that's what we do. Yeah. yeah, so you guys, let's just jump right in it, man, because, uh, you know, OBS trucks, right? The 88 to 99, 90, 99, 98 body style <laughs> is pretty hot right now. Right. We're living our uh, favorite uh, Oakley Blade dreams uh, all day long. Uh, all day know, long. From the 90s, I want to buy a jet ski, and I want to go to the river. That's nice. it. Um, and and uh, But, yeah, they're coming back, and, and we're enjoying all that. But you guys have a pretty good little series that you've launched uh, with Auto Revolution called OBS Clash. We yeah. do. Yeah. And, it, dude, honestly, production level, everything about it, the content, it's been pretty awesome. Pretty bitching. Yeah, it's been it's been pretty awesome. Well, thank you, guys. So, uh, the check's in the mail. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so let's talk about that. I mean, uh, let's tell us where you're at with that well, at this point. Well, the idea came up, you know, and, and I have this theory about, you know, guys in high school, they, they, they see something cool going down the road, and they think to themselves, I'm going to have that one year. Well, uh that's pretty much how this thing came about. Um, you know, I've been doing uh, a lot of editorial work throughout my career, and finally it was time to tell the story about, you know, what we thought about 30 years ago and, uh, you know, what we thought was cool and what the trends were then. But we're starting to see things kind of resurface uh, back in popularity. And I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, the way people grew up and looking at different vehicles or the kind of stuff that your dad did. And, and uh, I think that's why people are like, they feel this is almost like, a family member that they're looking at or, or looking back through a photo album. I mean, that's the way I've looked at it going through all the research, you know, looking at all the magazines and going back and looking at all these different pictures from some of the people that we've interviewed, even talking to the people that we've interviewed. It's just really been a, a great walk down memory lane. Yeah, it's cool. Cause these things cycle back around for part of the reason is, uh, when these things became popular, you know, we were, um, you know, you're a couple years older than me, but we were getting in, in the middle of high school. Right. Yeah. And they were a little bit out of our reach, right? I mean, a brand, a brand new Chevy or GMC truck uh, lowered with billet wheels. and But our, our fathers and our uncles and our friends' fathers had these trucks, and we looked up to them. And now we're at an age where, like, you know what? Hey, uh, I'm going to get one for myself. I'm going to do. I'm gonna relive that. I'm going to yeah. attain. Uh, or, you know, maybe you did have one. And you know what? Maybe you did have one back then. And. You know, you were cruising down Huntington Beach, uh, Main Street, with your Oakley blades and your your uh, mullet. You know, and uh, some Vision uh, streetwear shoes. Vision sure. streetwear, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, Steve's got the deal there. Yeah. So, uh, it, and now you want to relive it, and they're cool. It's it's it, and and so what's totally cool is just watching, you know, um, just I mean, it, it, it's it's cool because now you've you've created this little tv show if you will right that's documenting this resurgence yeah. of it and and it, it's everybody's able to share in it um but uh all the in our industry people just jumping on board like i'm re, i'm rebuilding all the wheels and i'm building in bigger sizes and you know it's not just old school billet wheels it's, it's right it's it's, it's every, everything right you um, know and, and that's what's really been fun about it too is is telling the story of 
and documenting what happened then so now younger people can share in that because i've had a lot of people approach me and and say like hey i love this i grew up watching these trucks i didn't know this story you know talking about bell tech too and, and what a staple they've been in this industry oh, for sure you know uh, the history that goes back with them um it, it's been great for them as well because a lot of people weren't aware of maybe how things came about and for them to learn about you know the, the involvement that they went through uh it, it's been great and also too to so to talk to a company that's still supporting that as well you know bell tech does a lot for the truck industry um, you know, you'd be surprised. A lot of people think of them as only the guys in the nineties, but I mean, right now, if you've got a brand new 2020 GM truck or, or Ford truck, uh, Hey, if you want to put the thing on the ground or you want to lift it, they can do it for you. Yeah, no, that's cool. And it, it's cool too, because now you look back and, and, you know, just, just dumb stuff like, uh, not dumb stuff, but it's like little stuff that breaks, right? Those, those trucks stop for shit <laughs> on stock brakes and, did anybody ever make a brake kit back in the day? A bear. Yeah. You but know? I mean, oh, you're talking about one company. Yeah. And it's just like, God, I would, now it just seems like, I mean, I wouldn't build another one of those trucks without redoing the brakes. Oh, well, well, okay. Well, first off, we're totally spoiled. You know, back then the technology, you know, we were working with, even though the trucks might've been an 88 to 98, yeah. we were really working with seventies technology. Oh so yeah, yeah. now you look and you jump into your regular car, your daily now, and the thing steers, stops, and does everything because enough people complained about it throughout the years. You jump in one of those trucks, and, and they're Spartan. They are very – yes, they might have power windows or air conditioning, but the brakes are horrible, the steering whines, the yeah, fuel the, pumps go out. Yeah. You know, they, they have their problems, you know. Uh, with any car, always has kind of a, a – a, a thing here or there that's wrong with them but definitely brakes are, are a huge part of the achilles heel of uh of the obs trucks yeah and and you know like on my uh 92 gmc like with the corvette rear end that's put in there that was kind of a novelty i mean they, oh, 100%. they, they didn't it wasn't a mass-produced kit but i mean you you're driving that truck and you're like yeah why wouldn't i do this on every truck uh, right I built? right well right? and even uh, then too like to, to now be able to take a technology like that i mean you know, Chevrolet back in the 80s spent millions on developing the Corvette, the C4 Corvette. And and everybody I know now kind of snickers at it. But, I mean, that was a huge technology jump from 83 to 84 was light years in, in the Corvette realm. Yeah. You know, and so to be able to take even that technology and apply it to an older truck like that, you can go out and actually pull a pretty decent G on a skid pad. You know, you'd be able to get going pretty hard in those things yeah just because of their weight balance and and, and obviously having the independent rear end so um I, I think guys are figuring that kind of stuff out because that's kind of stuff that your dad was doing back you know then he was uh i, I don't think he was the first guy to put a corvette rear end in there but I, I will say a lot of people coined him as the guy that you know kind of did that yeah and uh, obviously the zr1 truck was a big deal back then um you know and, and that even today if you talk to somebody and said hey i'm going to take a brand new c8 corvette and tear it all apart and put it into a you know, Silverado, everyone would start looking at you like you were high. Yeah. yeah, you know, right? so. <laughs> no, it's, you know, yeah, you're right. I mean, the technology there is there and, um, across everything. Right. I mean, well, you know, you could, I mean, you know, from the interior, I mean, you put a GPS unit in the thing you can do, oh, yeah. all, you can make it a brand new car. Basically. Uh, essentially you could, I mean, it just depends on, you know, now you're just looking at the identification of the sheet metal. I mean, sure. You could LS swap it or even an LT swap, um, you know, you could put a later model running gear in the thing, or you could put a six speed transmission in it. You know, you can do a lot of different stuff with it to make it drive like a late model vehicle, but still have that classic styling. Yeah. So no, that's cool. I mean, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying 
building wheels for these people that are building these. Uh, and, and like I said, it's not just old uh, tri fans that I'm building. Right. I and mean, I'm building my signature series stuff. Uh, you know, I'm building the pro a lot of pro touring stuff. You know, for that. Well, that the OBSs to me are very easy for style because really that was the first truck that somebody said, okay, I'm going to stop making tractors and doors. We're going to actually make a truck, yeah, right? You know, and, and, and they looked like cars. They drove like cars. Uh, they, they, they were aerodynamic. They just, they also just looked good. So complimenting them, especially wheels. That was the first thing. I mean, anybody that bought one of those trucks, they put wheels on it. I mean, as a matter of fact, even if you bought it from a dealership, it probably already had wheels on it. Yeah. But to go ahead and buy something like that, put it on a set of wheels, maybe adjust the stance a little bit. That was the formula that is still a great recipe today. Yeah. And like I said, you don't need to do much to it. You don't. You, you could you could go as far as you want with one, uh, and, but you know what? If you just want to lower it, put some wheels on it, and drive yeah. it around, it still looks cool. It still looks cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, trucks are cool. So r right now, I'm, I'm currently driving a 93 standard cab short bed that I, that I picked up from a, a friend of ours, and... Um, Last night was the first night that I actually, I told my wife we were going to go get something to eat for a little date night. And I said, you know what, let's take the truck. And uh, I, I wish this wasn't a podcast right now because the, the photo image, or maybe Steve, I'll have to give you an image of this that yeah. you can post up there. Because let's just say right now that the styling of the truck that I'm driving is not exactly the kind of thing you'd want to take your girl out in, <laughs> right? But, uh, but it worked out. And she, you know, we, we drove around like we were high school kids. And she's like, I like your little truck. I can sit close to you, you know, this kind of thing. It was, oh, it was cool, funny. right? Uh, yeah. The bench seat. Bench. Yeah. I think I've, told, I've probably told the story on the, the podcast before. But uh, when I got – so I've had that 92 – God, I don't know. I've probably had it six years now. Uh, yeah. Six, seven years. And I got it. It had 8,500 original miles. Right. That, that paint job uh, that you see, that was – everything about it is straight – from 92 right um and so this is probably five or six years ago so my oldest it was my my uh ex and my oldest we we're driving in it and i we're going to like a soccer game or something and uh you know um we were driving and this thing was this is back when it had the 15s on right it, uh 15 inch tri-fans and so some guy was pulling out of McDonald's over there on Placentia and Chapman. Yeah. And he had a square body and he honks and he gives me the thumbs up. Right. And, and we're driving. Cause you know, my ex never really did. She just wasn't into that. She goes, she just thought it was the stupidest shit right. when I bought that truck. And I'm yeah. like, you know what? You don't get it. You're not right. paying attention. Right. This is my history here. You know? Yep. So we're driving over there, uh, off by, by the old Robbie Gordon shop over okay. there. And, and there is this, so I'm pulling up, and there's a guy, and it's some stoner dude with this uh, like uh, love pickup, and he's got this dog in there, and he's going like this. He's looking, he sees me pulling up behind him, and we're about to make a left on La Palma, and he's rubbernecking it, man. He's he's looking in his side mirror, he's looking in the in the rearview mirror, and he's looking, he's going like this, right? And and uh, we made the left turn, and I came in on the outside of him. And the dude was just giving me the thumbs up, going, "Yeah, man!" He was yelling, "Yeah!" And the dog, he, the, there was even a dog. Yeah, that, it was like right. nodding its head like this. Yeah. And uh, and and then so my ex says to my my oldest says, "Jenna, does does this happen a lot?" She goes, "All the time, mommy. Yeah, all the time, <laughs> all the time." You know, and yeah. I'm just just like because people get it because you know that guy he must have been at that point early twenties and okay. he was probably like. Looking at it going, dude, my uncle had one of those or something, so, you know? No, it's funny you say that because the amount of people that I would think that are into those trucks would be – and again, too, I'm, I'm in my late 40s. So I expect a guy like me to come up and give me a thumbs up or in traffic give you the thumbs up. But, you know, I've noticed that 
there's a ton of young people that will break their necks or, or like you're saying, rubberneck, you know, just even the, the truck I'm driving right now, I've in the last week, I've had four or five different people. And, and the answer is no, I, I can see them walking up. I see yeah. the look on their face that that look of there's a chance and they walk up and they go like, you know, they kind of make that motion of can I and I go no. And they just walk away. <laughs> Yeah. Right? Like just, it's not for sale. Yeah. You know, so, uh, but that's great. I, I mean, that honestly, to me, that's what I'm happy about. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, Jason, and I didn't sit in a room and said, how can we take over the world? Oh, OBS. You know, that wasn't the idea. The idea was, look, it's been a while. These trucks are special. They mean something to us. Um, you know, let's do something with it. Yeah. And, and, uh, it's cool. I like the, the production value you got going on the thing. You got the 80s vibe going on, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. You know? But like you uh, said, that's half, the, that's half the thing. It's the identity of, like, the Oakley Blades, the jet ski in the back, the, you know, right? the, the, the it, high shorts. Well, you know? when I bought <laughs> my – high tops. When I bought my <laughs> yeah. truck, it had the pull-up uh, pull license plate. Right. And it had a, uh, a hitch. Yeah. You see on it. And, it. and someone's like, what's that for? I go, that's for your jet ski trailer, yeah, bro. Man. That's to go yeah. to the river, right? Man. You got to back your, your jet ski in the water. Yeah, because yeah. you ain't towing shit with that core no. river in in the back no. of that thing. No. So, um, yeah, just it's it's fun, man. But right. I mean, it's cool because it also you turn it into like a clash where it's 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 not like a, a battle of the builders thing, but it's kind right. of is right. Uh, exactly. Well, here's what we didn't want to do. We didn't want to just sit here and, and act like you know Uncle Rico saying like, look how cool we were in '82. You yeah. know, like this is a okay, great. This is what happened. But what are we doing with them now, right? And so, I mean, yes, the first season was amazing. You know, Mark Oya obviously built a tribute truck to Jim Morris's Belltech truck, which was hugely famous. I mean, that was oh yeah back then. Like you couldn't walk; there wasn't a car show you couldn't go to without was that seeing a truck. In, that was in Belltech ads, but was it also in BFG ads too? Or no? uh, I want to say I don't think that one was a BFG ad. Okay. I think one another Belltech truck. I want to say the. Um, the pink, orange, and yellow one, which – anyway, yeah. we'll have to post that one up there too, Steve. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, no, G- Jim's truck was on the cover of Sport Truck Magazine. I think was what, what it really came out. That was the big like, oh, my God. And, you know, Tom Taylor was the one that, that designed that design. Um, he kind of coined the dry brush graphic. Uh, Pete Santini obviously painted the original one. Um, and that was a huge thing, you know, that was even, I was in high school at the time when they were doing that, or I'm sorry, I was out of high school, but I was hanging around Pete's shop and I remember them coming down and laying that mask on it. And to me, I, I'm a, I'm a custom painter as a hobbyist and I love to see how, you know, obviously all these artists do their thing. I was blown away by what they did because at the time, no one ever took a computer to put on graphics. Everything yeah. was still whatever's in your hand with a roll of tape your imagination, that was what those guys did. So for Tom to say, I'm going to take this to the next level, I'm going to use computer masking, which we all laugh at now. I mean, anybody that's got a, had a sticker in the last 20 years has used some type of plotter to make a sticker. Yeah. You know, and back then when, when you said plotter, you're like, what the hell is that? So, and even watching Pete put this on, I mean, I can remember Pete saying, are you sure this is going to work? And lo and behold, it was a whole different style. So that's kind of one thing that's, it's cool to show that because now painters today are looking at, Oh wow. That's how they got started. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm stoked about. I'm stoked to show people about little things that might still happen for, you know, people today and, and how it came about. And I think a better understanding of that helps people today get more creative. I mean, look at what people are doing now with plotters and paint oh. and stickers and wraps and everything. I mean, else. Wraps, it's crazy, right? right? It's, it's amazing. So, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean they're doing. Some, I mean, I'm not opposed to raps. I think raps are kind of cool, right? Um, you know, especially now that I, with in the off road world, you go, 
100%. Right, yeah. Well, yeah. put a wrap on it, yeah. and then and then and then scratch that up, and right? Then, and then uh, you take know. it off, and right, yeah. go from there. No, it's it's cool, and it, you know that's that's what's cool because we've seen the technology. Like we just had Art Morrison on uh, on the podcast here, perfect, and uh, he was talking about they're they're launching their C10 chassis, okay, coming up, the, right? Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, just when the technology and everybody gets on board, it's it's. It's cool. Right. It's just like, look at everything made for C10s now. Right. Square bodies. It's just, yeah. it's crazy. And that's also, too, a lot to do with these trucks, the OBSs. You know, I mean, they were the widely customized vehicles 30 years ago, and people still want that, you know, look. They want a wild custom look, but they just want it with their favorite model. So it, OBS has paved the way for the square body kits, for the, the 67 to 72s, for anything, you know. Because those those trucks were forgotten. Those trucks were serious farm trucks. They were used for only one purpose, work. Whereas the 88 to 98s, they became more of the, let's say, identity. Yeah. Like, you, you became a truck guy driving an 88 to 98. Yeah. You know, people could look over at you and go, like, oh, you're definitely into that. Whereas before, if you came up in a beat-up, you know, 72 truck, it was just, oh, you just you don't have a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> That's what it was. You were just a broke dick. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he made trucks cool yeah as a daily driver right you know yeah you could you could actually take a girl out on a date dressed in oh yeah you know evening wear and show up in one of those trucks and be accepted whereas if you showed up in some clapped out old you know 73 (laughs) they'd look at you and go like you can park that around the back there (laughs) yeah no i mean um it's it's i'm just kind of curious where it's gonna go too you know i think i I think we it still hasn't come into its own right i i still think that uh you know, it's it, there's a long way to go, right? And what's co- cool is uh, just future projects. Well, right? it, and that's what we're excited about doing season two, because again, too, season one I would say would probably be from let's say 1988 to about 1995. Yeah, that's usually that, that, if you watch the first season, that's what you'll get. You'll get that vibe. We're looking at season two uh, to bring in let's say 1996 to about 99 2000. And that was really when guys were – the younger guys now, the second owners of those trucks were picking them up. Yeah, okay. And being a second owner, they didn't take the big hit. So these guys would usually customize them a little bit more than the first guys. So this is when you're going to see, like, the birth of Air Ride being on there. Yeah, yeah, You'll yeah. see more wilder graphics, uh, obviously more horsepower. Um, it's just kind of the, the, the second – and that, that happens today. Like, you know, look at right now, some guy that's picking up a first-gen Raptor, for example. You know, he didn't take the big hit on buying the thing for, you know, its sticker price. So now, you know, he might pick it up for $40,000 less than the original sticker price. So now that guy's going to put $20,000 in aftermarket parts, and you're going to have a pretty badass Raptor, right? Oh, yeah. But the guy that's picking up a 2020 Raptor, unless he's got some serious bucks, he's not really putting too much, you know, aftermarket parts on top of that Raptor. Yeah. So I, that's kind of the... the let's say the cycle that goes through that people like when you own these different vehicles, usually the second owner is the guy that really customizes the most. So I'm excited about season two. We're going to see a lot more things about customizing and, and what these guys did with these things. Well, um, what companies are you working with? You mentioned Bell tech, Bell tech, obviously, yeah. uh, yourself, yep, you me. know, cause I, obviously the, the hot rods by Boyd name was a huge deal then and still is now on these trucks. Uh, I mean, like you had mentioned earlier, I, the amount of people that are putting retro style wheels that are plus sized on these vehicles. Oh, yeah. I'm super stoked about that. Yeah. That to me is just like, I, like raise your fist, you know, cause that's what makes you go like, hell yeah. Um, well, and, 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 you know, if the, if 
we, we follow the tire market. You make a tire for it, right? And I can make yeah, a wheel right, for it, right? So, um, you know, I mean, I think everybody back in the day, if, if there were twenties back in '92, there, there we would have made a wheel for uh, it, right? You know, tire tire wise, then we would have made a wheel for it. But um, yeah, so it's cool, right? I mean, and, and uh, look, I'm I'm my daily uh, my red truck has got uh, you know 18s on it, right? The more conservative, uh, you know, and then my other one's got 20s on it. But then, hey, well, well, we're shipping out a set of 24 inch deuces this right, week. You know right. what I'm saying? It's just like, well, let's also let's be honest. We live in Southern California. The roads around here are horrible. So you got those yeah. 18s, so you don't taco your wheels, right? I mean, well, how no, many potholes I, do we I, have? I, 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 I like I'm a static drop guy. Uh, you know, um, coilovers on everything. Uh, you know, I'm not an airbag guy, so I like them to sit low. And the 18s just made it sit no, exactly sit pretty low. Yeah. Um, and it, it rides good. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's they're great riding trucks, and no, nah, it's cool, man. I I'm I'm looking forward to. And that's funny too because I remember back in the day, obviously 17s were a huge deal. I mean, oh, like when a seven because yeah. most when those trucks started, 15 was what you got, right? 15 inch oh. Boyd wheel on a on a TA radio. Man, you were the hit. Yeah, right. So then all of a sudden, Goodyear comes out with this tire called a Gatorback. The Gatorback. Remember the Gatorback? Yep. And 17s were a big deal. So I grew up in a pretty affluent neighborhood, and a lot of the guys that I grew up with had these trucks. That was their 16th birthday. They got a you know an OBS. Yeah. And uh, I, of course, was still rocking the Volkswagen Bug because yeah. you know I was I was the broke dick, right? But uh, I, I knew enough guys that uh, we we started doing some stuff with those vehicles and and. You know, I was going to your dad's shop back then, even when I was in high school and buying wheels from Bill Hancock. And, yeah. you know, I remember uh, your dad walking out and he, he mentioned to me, he goes, hey, Marcel, how many of these buddies do you have? And I said, just enough, boy. Don't even worry about it. I'll keep bringing them over to you. <laughs> so because he was just oh, mesmerized was... by like, you know, I was showing up with these kids that were laying down daddy's credit card. Brand new set of 17 inch wheels. I just right. bought this truck and I got to have Boyd's. So I, and that to me is is. You know, huge memories, big time. Well, and you look at uh, like traders, truck yeah. accessories. I mean, how many how many trucks are they doing a week? Oh. You know, oh. I mean, we've had Tim on the on the podcast before. And it's just that was they had a little production line going. Uh, that, funny you mentioned that. A buddy of mine worked at Traders back then, and he was told if he couldn't lower three trucks by himself in a day, he was fired. Really? And if and, and if I don't know if anybody if if you ever lowered a truck, any of you guys listening. To lower one truck in a day is is a pretty good accomplishment, yeah. right? But to sit there and have to have that many trucks lined up on car carriers outside of your outside of your building, that if you had a technician there and they had ten, maybe twelve guys at the time doing this, they had to lower three trucks a day. Come on, yeah, that's a lot. You know, well, and but also too, they're also like amazing brand new trucks, uh, brand new truck, never touched. You know, right, right, so, everything's clean, yeah, easy, everything's easy to get clean, on and off, uh, right. Pretty crazy though, and now um, you know there's, you know th- that I mean, I'm sure it was done before. I know there was all limited edition stuff, but that truck really started the, you know, at the dealership level uh, customization, right? You could buy it there, and and you know I know that, you know, conversion companies have been around a long time, right. and all this stuff, but that was like the cool end of it, and and then now, you, you go to any any kind of with it uh dealership they'll have li- it's lifted oh, trucks now. right right like it's yeah. you don't you're not seeing anything lowered right at the dealership level 
from what I see. Right. Um, uh, the, the playbook's still the same, just that the team's different. Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, honestly, I mean, and, and yes, they have been doing car conversions since the beginning of cars. I mean, yeah. you know, you could order a Yanko Camaro if you wanted to, but yeah. really you're right. The 88 GMC Truck Center, Lynn Pugh, your dad, those guys were the guys that said, we can customize trucks, we can put them in, you know, write everything into the financing and people will buy them. And they were right. You know, I mean, yeah. look, it, it started the, the truck revolution because, again, too, let's think back. 87, you weren't going out to buy a truck just to, to be seen. You're buying a truck because you were some type of labor or maybe a superintendent or a, or a foreman on something. So all of a sudden for you to show up and go like, hey, I want to buy that truck with the shiny rims over there. The, the, the people in those showrooms were like, are, are you serious? Like, that's a work truck. No, 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 no. This is my pride and joy. This is what I'm going to wash on Saturdays. This is what I'm going to be into. Yeah. So, that's nah, cool. Yeah, so, I'm excited. You know, what, what, who's so? What, what do you got going on on season two? What, what can you can you reveal anything? Uh, well, season two, I think we're going to go more into maybe less of what is going on today, because really we're going to break that up into some other episodes just to kind of show more people more hands-on tech. Yeah, kind of like we talked about, d- delve into you know. The details, right? You get down into the into the weeds, right? Of of uh, you know what's you know like we talk about the the wheels. Okay, so you show on one of your OBS Clash videos, you talk about the wheels for two minutes, right? But now you're going to go into another video of what it takes to build the wheels. You'll, you'll have to wait and see. <laughs> well, I'll probably be involved. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you'll be involved. Yeah, a little bit. I'm sure there'll be something. That's going cool. On. So, is, is your what's your main uh, the the place that people can get is YouTube, right? Is it YouTube, YouTube Amazon Prime, Amazon Prime, Amazon right? Prime's a good yeah, that, and that's cool. And Amazon mm-hmm. Prime, you guys have been doing Amazon Prime for a while, and uh, yeah, um, it's cool. It's yeah, I, and, and nothing against YouTube. I mean, YouTube is a sea of information. If you're looking to change your light bulb on a you know Clark Griswold <laughs> Christmas tree, yeah, but you know, and Amazon too, obviously, is more entertainment. So that's season two. I think you'll see more entertainment out of this, or more documentary, uh, a little less hands on. Um, to, to to kind of focus on those type of platforms where you're going to watch it as more entertainment. Yeah. But YouTube, yeah, if there's information, we're going to build trucks. I mean, I've got two trucks lined up right now that we're going to build. Um, big things happening to them. A lot of looking back to what we did then, but also to what we're doing today again, because, uh, again, we're not Uncle Rico. We just we yeah. want to sh- we want to get people in these trucks. We want to get people buying these things and having a good time. You're not out there with the camera set up, uh, you know, leaning against Le- your truck. Right. Yeah, or, or, yeah, look how cool I am. Are you, you know? take it, lowering the blades? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, do you know, have, have you seen uh, the Pit Viper uh, sunglasses? <laughs> what? Have you seen them? No. Oh, dude, you got to get on Instagram and look up Pit Viper. Okay. Yeah. okay. They are... Uh, blades 2.0. Yeah, they're Blades 2.0. Right? Yeah. They look, but they say Pit Viper on them, oh. and they're all those like iridium lenses. Yes. And, yeah. and uh, yes. it's pretty just, obnoxious. Right? They're, yeah, they're obnoxious, but it's kind of like, it's <laughs> it, it's exactly, I mean, I got to tell you, you got to maybe hit those guys up because they would fit into the OBS Clash perfectly. You know, that's the other thing that I kind of, you know, Jason and I have been throwing this around that, you know, we, we want to talk about the lifestyle. You know, there, there was kind of an idea. I joke around now saying that the mini truck or the truck scene uniform is a pair of Dickies. You know, your Vans tennis shoes and some type of car show T-shirt, right? I mean, you you could see a truck guy from across the way, right? Even, too, I've been in airports before, and, like, 
walking down and you look at some dude, you're like, yep, he's a truck guy. (laughs) There's no doubt. But see, that's even back then, like the the same uniform was there. You had your Vans tennis shoes. You had your Quicksilver shorts, you know, maybe your Maui and Sons t-shirts and a set of Oakley blades. Right. I mean, if if you live that era, you know it. Now, the people that didn't live their era, they're now that kind of stuff is coming back into fashion. You know, I mean, there's guys who are wearing things that are very 80s and early 90s influence. So it makes sense. You know, I, of course, I would love to go to Oakley and say, hey, Oakley, I'm a filmmaker and I'd love for you to showcase this. And they'll go like, yeah, kid, there's the door. How'd you get here? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's you like a lot of those companies, they they're uh, maybe they're a little, they don't like to look in the rearview mirror too much. You I, I know think what I'm that's saying? So they're like, right. oh, Oakley Blades, that was obnoxious. Yeah. It's like, nah, that was that was a thing. That was a thing. Yeah. You know, I deal. mean, uh, and not only that, but, you know, Oak, talk about Oakley, they were. The first like customizable, deal right? Too, Remember, you, know, you can get your different arm yeah. color, you get the different and, uh, yeah, trigger different, arms, yeah. and, and and the frames and yeah. the different lenses, yeah. and, and all that. So, you know, was, hey, that, was I, that the Karch Karai uh, beach volleyball model? No, that was <laughs> Karch Karai. I think was Killer Loop. That's right. He was, yeah, he was right. Killer Loop guy. Yeah, Killer yeah. Loop was was, <laughs> was the other. Yeah. Thing. So uh, well, we'll get into beach volleyball later. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but it's got to be one of the scenes in episode two. The little beach volleyball. Beach volleyball there. Yeah, you can match. You can match your glasses to your truck. You could. You could. Yeah. Now, see, I, I, okay, all, all, uh, how do you say this? Um, all bullshit aside. Yeah. I was a frog skin guy. Were you? I never, I never had any blades. You didn't have blades? I couldn't afford them. I drove a Volkswagen. <laughs> we went over yeah, this. Fro- yeah, but <laughs> frog skins, were, they weren't cheap either, though. Uh, look. Frog I skins were the cheap, the, the Ray, uh, Oakley's Ray Ban version. Pretty right? much. Yeah. Pretty much. I actually, to this day, they're pretty much almost what like I wear Wayfair, now. <laughs> like, Wayfair, they're like a Wayfair, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so, funny. Look, I, I I worked at Sports Chalet, and it was really easy to just. Oh my God, this box fell in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sports Chalet when I was in high school was like the go to spot. You know? Yeah. I was. Yeah, you guys are from the same area, right? South Bay yeah. area. Yeah. 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 Actually, I I worked at Sports Chalet for a short period of time, and then I went to work for Sandy Ski and Sport, which was the anti Sports Chalet. And that was even better because we got more perks. Oh, nice. Because more of the reps would come in and give you, like, lift tickets or they'd give you, you know, yeah. oh, hey, try this new, you know, I got this new board. Try this. or So it was kind of cool to, to work at the smaller mom and pop thing. Because small business, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, hey, we all got to support small business. Yep. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, check that yeah. out. Uh, right there, right, 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 right there. Right. High school graduation. Got to okay. wear your, you got to wear your blades, hey, dude. Uh-huh. They, they, that was it, right. They have yes. some. They have some fun. Their Instagram. Uh, look, their Instagram account is pretty funny, uh, yep, dude. Yeah, Pit Viper. Yeah, Pit and, Viper. And, and I know. You know, they they were a sponsor on the. Have you seen the new latest Jim Connor video? Yes, with uh, Travis Pastrana dude, driving. Awesome. Yeah, right. They're they're the guys that jump jump that Cadillac. Yeah, in that thing. So oh, you got a customer. Okay. Did you lock the door? I didn't lock the door. No, okay. 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 Anyways, we'll edit out. that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> UPS. Yeah, probably. No, so, I, yeah, that's, yeah, so OBS stuff, obviously, um, you know, nowadays you see guys that are, are the 15s and 17s aren't the deal. And, and to me, a 20-inch wheel is kind of really the right fit for those OBS trucks, the wheel wells, stuff like that. Anything normally past a 22-inch wheel is uh, a little too much. So um, that's just not what I'm into. I mean, I, I was more into uh, the smaller wheels, kind of like what you were talking about, yeah. you know. Yeah. And uh, 18s were a big deal back then. I mean, because if 17s were the norm, 18s were huge. Huge, yeah. So think when the 20 came out, it was like, oh, my God, I just 
you know, my head just <laughs> exploded, right? Yeah, I had... Uh, taking it to another level. Yeah, in the mid-90s, I think I had... I did one of the first sets of 18s that we built at the shop. Right. On my Corvette. There you go. Yeah, and I, I remember those tires, they were so expensive. I know. Back then, they were yeah. like... It was like 500 bucks a pair. Yeah. And of course, I'm 21, 22, driving a brand new Corvette. And yeah. What did I do? Smoked the tires oh, in like obviously. two months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you well, like I, you know, like I said, I, I grew up in a rich neighborhood and a friend of mine was the grandson of Daryl Zanuck that founded 20th Century Fox. So, you know, he didn't just get a Corvette. He got a zero one. Yeah. And we didn't just go to, you know, a tire store. We went to, we went to your dad's shop. I mean, nice. I remember driving in a brand new ZR1 and your dad walked up to me and goes, whose car is this? I said, oh, it's one of my friends. He, and he just shook his head and he goes, you must live in a good neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And of course we put 17 inch tri-fan, you know, void wheels on it. And those 345 Gatorbacks were wow, like, I don't know, probably five or 600 bucks a piece. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, so yeah, yeah. don't complain about wheels and tires today. You know, you got to adjust for inflation, that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. No, you know? I mean, but it's just like anything else you're going to build on these on these vehicles. I mean, you know, I mean. Well, that's what we're hoping to. We're, we're hoping to show people that this could be fun, that we can do an affordable way. I mean, obviously, it's nice to put all the latest technology into one of these trucks. But, you know, these trucks, look, you could get one on a song still. You know, right now, uh, everybody right now, if you're thinking about buying an OBS truck, go buy one right now. Yeah. And, you know, if you put a little bit of money into it, you can have a cool cruiser that will take you everywhere. Right. You know? yeah. And that's one thing and, we want to show, too. We don't want to show just all the, the, the super expensive stuff. We want to show the average working man guy. Yeah, because, like I said, you can you can go you can spend a hundred grand on one. Yeah. Or you could just get one, lower it. And, you know, and that's another thing, too, is uh, we get a lot of people that are pulling uh, old billet wheels off of Craigslist or eBay. Right. Um, offer up and. You know, they're picking them up for a couple hundred bucks and then they send them to me and I change the offset, you know, maybe dual drill them or whatever. And, right. And then repolish them. Yeah. And I mean, you're talking guys like 500, 600,000 bucks. Got a brand new set of wheels. Right. Right. You know, period. Correct. Yeah. Wheels. And that's and that's one thing about polished aluminum that it's, you know, chrome wheels. They go in the trash. Exactly. OK. Exactly. When, when they start peeling, they go in the trash. But. You find an old set, and I tell you what, I've posted pictures before, but you know some of these things that look like they've been outside, and right, we bring them back. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, get some pitting and stuff on some of these old ones, but you know, you get them to you know ninety five percent of what they, what they could or what they were originally, and yeah. Well, well and that's funny too that you, you bring that up because my cousin who uh, is is half my age, obviously, and, and grew up. Yes, he grew up around. You know, I was building trucks the entire time he's been alive, so he's had a little bit of an education about it. But, you know, he came to me five or six years ago, and he has a 96 standard cab short bed that he had bought, and he wanted to put Boyd wheels on it. And first thing he did, exactly what you said, Craigslist find. He found some wheels that, you know, I, he bought them without asking me. When I got over there, they were wrong offset, and they were the wrong size. But that's when I said, well, let's go see Chris. And obviously, you, you know, from the OBS Clash season one, his truck is the blue truck that has – yeah. You know, your a set of your wheels on it, and he's tickled pink about having a Boyd wheel on there. Yeah. To him, he's just like, "That's why I bought that truck. That's you know what I want to run." So, no, that's that's cool. No, that truck turned out pretty pretty cool, and um, yeah, and that that's one of the ones in the first season. Yeah, that's that the, that's the blue ninety six that uh, we put an LS in there. The guys over at Deluxe Hot Rods they helped us out uh, doing that. Um, but the majority of the work was actually done by Jordan himself. Yeah. And it was his first complete build. 
you know, he, he's in the industry now. He, he does work, you know, as a metal fabricator. So it wasn't a far throw from him to learn about this kind of stuff. But he did. He, he did the majority of the work by himself. And uh, you can watch it on the first season of OBS Clash. That's cool. Yeah, that's a good – I turned it on. I had a friend over here. Uh, and I, I did – I didn't know where, because, you know, I, I didn't know where where I was gonna be at in the in the video, right. or if I was even in the video, because, you know, I just was Cutting like, room floor. oh, that's uh, obvious. <laughs> I had because I, I I never dude, I don't I don't watch much TV at all, but I just I I turned it on, right, and I didn't I didn't tell my friend uh, that it was what it was, right, you know, they just thought we were watching some truck video or something. All of a sudden, boom, interview comes up, and I'm like, even me, I was like, wait a second, and I'm like, oh, that's an interview we did like two years ago, right. 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 But yeah. it was, you know, because that's one thing is like, it's cool because up until OBS Clash, we've looked in the rearview mirror. Exactly. Right. Right. And, and uh, we've we've looked at uh, the history of it all. And OBS Clash brings it into the present day. Hey, th- we're doing this again. Right. You know, right. so we've talked enough. I mean, you've had Dwayne on, you've had Tim on and everybody like we've, yeah. we've talked about what it was back in the 90s. But OBS Clash brings it into today 2020 right right and and like what you mentioned those those interviews that we did with you know Dwayne and and, and uh, Tim Sosamium and and those guys that was actually when Jason and I uh, we worked for Street Trucks magazine back then yes and I think it was That's like right the it was 25th the 25th anniversary God, long, that was a long time ago. I know <laughs> five six, six five, years yeah, ago. yeah at least that and so uh, you know to us we're like hey it's the 25th anniversary of these trucks we should you know go and visit those guys and we ended up talking to like burnt was a huge amount of information yeah Um. You know, obviously, burnt the Swedish man. You got it's kind of hard to understand him, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, you know, but again, too, all the information that they did and all the fun times that they had, we want to show that's happening today. You know, I mean, guys are building these trucks still in their garages, or you know, there's some big shops that are building them now. I mean, if you went to the SEMA show or even Dino's, like you look at what's going oh. on over there. There's there's guys that are like you mentioned. There's they're putting 150 grand into those trucks. You know, oh, I mean, yeah. I took a look at Jordan's truck after he was done, and I was like, "Oh wow, that's got a lot of parts on it," you know, yeah. and, uh, and which is great. I mean, I, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I love to see that that technology is going there, but again, I'd like to see this stick with the core truck guys—the guy that's in the, your Chevy Love truck that's giving you the thumbs up, yeah, you know, that's rocking the freaking you know Oakley blades. You know, that's the kind of stuff that uh, right that I, I it just I guess warms my heart a little bit more, you know, so. Um, but yeah, we're, we're still going to build a killer. Believe me. I, I, I got something up my sleeve. Nice. Well, I'm, um, excited to watch it, be a part of it, you know? Well, so let's be a part of it. Yeah. Let's, uh, I got that 93 outside. Let's, let's put some stuff on that and go beat that thing around yeah, for a little while. Yeah, pull it around back. We'll throw some wheels on it right, <laughs> right? now. Right? <laughs> That's what everybody yeah. always says, right? Yeah. You guys build a car in five days, right? Yeah. yeah. Hey, they do it on TV. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, we'll do something with that. Um. Yeah, but I got ideas too. I got a couple. Well, one project that hopefully will develop here, but after the first of the year, right? An OBS project. Yeah, for a buddy of mine. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, well, that's the cool. fun thing too. I mean, you, you've also lived this too. I mean, it, it's part of your family history, but also too, you were a fan. I mean, that was a truck oh, that yeah. you know. I mean, it was a you know, it just was a little out of my reach, and I. When I graduated, I ended up buying because my dad was doing something with uh, Mitsubishi at the time. Okay, because Mitsubishi's headquarters, is, uh, North American headquarters, is still there in Cyprus. Right, two miles away from my dad's, uh, where my my mom still lives. Yeah, and uh, they did a deal where they they gave us a because they put a Mitsubishi motor, uh, an Eclipse a turbo motor in uh, Alumacoop. Exactly. Yes, I remember. 
So that got me thinking, and um, I remember when I graduated, I bought an it was a '92 Eclipse GSX. It was all wheel drive, and yeah. it was like you know, looking back, I thought that was king shit back in the day. But it only had 200 horsepower, right? Right. right. But guys were putting those things up to four or five hundred horsepower. Right. Was it HKS? Was it made all yeah. the all the compo- all the computer yeah. stuff? Yeah. But back Gret- then, too. What's that? Gretty as well. Yeah, and yeah. and that was you know that was like. I guess the WRX of its of its era. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, totally cool car. It was totally fun. And and um, do you still owe Toretto a eleven second car? Who's that? What? Do you still owe Toretto an eleven second car, Buster? No. Because you had an Eclipse. Remember the Fast and the Furious? Oh he spins yeah, out the car, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, I, I want a little Uncle Rico yeah, on yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was a little obscure for me. <laughs> but uh, no, it was totally cool. So I kind of, I kind of gravitated towards that into the the market and you know um i had fun with that but a lot of guys did though i i i am affectionately quoting the fast and the furious because at that time that was a big deal eclipses were a big yeah that was a big car that was guys were into those you know yeah it was fun i had a lot of i had a lot of fun in that car Mm -hmm. you know uh of course uh of course being the cheap ass i was uh i didn't i didn't spring for the coilovers and uh (laughs) Me and my buddy Jason Hill, we torched the springs, sure, and uh, we hammered it down pretty good, right? Uh, and it it did okay until see, you hit some bumps. See, <laughs> now, now I love the way that he affectionately says because of the cheap ass I was instead of the I was I, a I was. resourceful person. <laughs> well, and you know what? I, I you know what it was? I was impatient, and uh, I totally, and, and I was spending my I was spending my money back then on. Uh, Chasing women and music music equipment, ah, basically. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I was I just, at the I was at the river with my jet ski in my Oakley place. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, I'm sure you were. So yeah, I I uh, I yeah, I just was impatient. And my buddy Jason was the master of the torch. There you go on the spring, right? And so uh, we hammered that thing down. And we used, I used to go to the street races, which is funny because I go. Over there, I ended up working on the same street we used to street race on. Right. Uh, American Racing Wheel Pros is is still located on that. Yeah, it on is the, on the street over because there was two streets, Anna and Maria. Right, and it was in Rancho Dominguez. And after the sun goes down, Rancho Dominguez is like a ghost town because it's really just in an. It's it is. It's it's it's, it's uh, a yeah. that city that's wedged between um, Compton and North Long Beach. Yeah, and it's it's like. After hours, nobody nobody really lives. I mean, people live in Rancho Dominguez, but not in that area. Not really, but these streets yeah. were a half mile long. Right. Two streets. And talking about Fast and Furious, they would get packed. Oh, yeah. Both sides of the street would be packed. And the cops would come in, and they'd break it up, and then people would go cruise around, and they'd come back. Uh, but you know what? Then the gang started getting involved, and there was a couple shootings, and I was like, yeah, I don't want to do this no more. So, so now – I know again too. This is walking down memory lane a lot, but this will this will kind of six degrees of separation. So I also too was a street racer at that time, and a lot of you know, hanging around Dominguez and did a lot of that kind of stuff. And yes, the LA County Sheriff's Department would would escort us away from those areas. Funny thing about that is there's an OBS, um, let's call him Pioneer, uh, the guy by the name of Buck Bland. Who was uh, the 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 founder of Sounds Empire? Like a made up name of a movie. Star. I know, right? Like, like a movie star, like a well. Well, it's gonna make a, a lot of sense. Character's name. <laughs> this will make a lot of sense. So Buck started a place called Empire Motorsports, which if anybody's into OBS uh, trucks, they'll they'll realize that he was one of the guys that did all the billet pieces uh, on the interior, the the dashboard pieces, the okay. armrest, all that stuff. Buck's uh, day job, he was an LA County Sheriff, 
and his division was the Carson Division. Oh, okay. Which okay. he would police the Rancho Dominguez area. Yeah. yeah and, it's the next city over. Yeah, right. And when, like I mentioned, I was the, the, the rich kid from, you know, the South Bay that would bring over the rich kids to go racing. And Buck would always ask, like, what do you guys got all these fancy fixed up trucks? What do you guys do for them? You guys sell drugs? <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, uh, but he saw it. He, I mean, Buck saw it early and he was getting ready to retire. So, you know, he, he retired, got out of that, obviously got into the CNC game and, uh, created empire motors, motorsports. That's awesome. So yeah, those are good times back then. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. I remember, uh, I wasn't there that time, but my buddy told me the, the cops blocked each end of the street and they just, they, and they just went down the line and they grabbed everybody's keys. Right. They grabbed everybody's keys. They didn't write anybody tickets, and they threw all the keys in one pile, mm-hmm. and then they just took off. Yep. I think they were just being dicks, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, interesting. Those you days. Know? those And believe me, those days happen now. I mean, and I know. People were trailering in cars. Oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. Uh, I mean, you're talking, imagine two streets, half a mile long each, with both sides of the street packed with spectators in cars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hundreds of cars. And nobody else around. I think it was Sunday right. nights. Was it, it was Sunday nights. Well, Saturdays or Sunday nights? No, su- Sunday nights were the, the money races. Yeah. Uh, you'd have a warm-up race on tu- Tuesdays were kind of like your warm-up race. Thursday was another money night, and then Sunday night was, was the big money night. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, look, I, I, I was involved with a few different you know people back then that we did some stuff, but the best one was we had a trailer car. This, this guy had a Camaro. He had a second-gen Camaro that it probably ran a nine back then in a quarter mile, but for the street, it was fast. Yeah. And it was a trailer car, and... uh nitrous car that he blew the thing up at the you know the, the big end of the track and it exploded the whole motor all over the place and and to the size of i could put my fist through the block i mean wow. when we you know lifted the hood it was like wow this thing's done <laughs> and right when that happened all of a sudden we hear the word cops and you know everybody like cockroaches when you like turn on a light are <laughs> just scattering everywhere and of course we're trying to push this car on the trailer and they swarm down and they, you know, block us in. And so the, the sheriff gets out and he walks around and he goes, okay, everybody hands on the hood. And we're like, it's too hot. And the guy, you know, he, he goes hands on the hood. And so we all putting our hands on the hood and we're all kind of like dancing with our hand. Like, like, you know, the, what are those li- lizards, the lizards that like, you know, move one, like, you know, foot oh, up yeah, in the yeah, sand. Yeah. Right. And we're, we're trying to do that. And so he walks around and he goes, you guys probably think you're pretty cool right now, huh? Don't you? And we're like, Oh God. And he goes, yeah, we saw you guys run that thing a little too much of the juice, huh? <laughs> And so uh, he basically just kind of roused us and said, "Look, you guys have had our, you guys have already had a bad night. Put that piece of shit on the trailer and get the hell out of here." That's funny. <laughs> so this, now today I'd be, I, I'd be on a milk carton because I'd be missing or I'd be in jail or it's crazy, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? It, it wasn't the safest thing. No, back yeah. Then. Kids don't do that. Don't run with scissors. Don't you know do that kind of stuff. No. This is, <laughs> I mean, but then look at the stupid shit the kids do now. They they're blocking intersections. And they're doing donuts and shit. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. You know, uh, unfortunate, but about a month ago over here in uh, Costa Mesa or whatever. Yeah. And these, these kids are in the back of these trucks that are doing these donuts. And a guy got re- – he fell out. Yeah. He fell – did you see that? He fell out and he, yeah. and he got ran over. Yeah. 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 Actually, they they rolled the truck. It, and exactly. He fell, he fell right. out. And, yeah. It's just right. like – but hey. And, but, there's, but there are guys, though. And, of course, you know what? Young kids, horsepower, it's going to happen. Right? Yeah. And the good thing is there, there's a few people out there that are trying to change that. There's the, uh, you know, Holly obviously is one uh, company that's really embraced that they have LS Fest and um, a good friend of mine, uh, uh, Alex, who goes, goes by the street name of Sleepy. Um, he's from Sack Speed Shop. You know, he actually runs a donut pit out there at LS Fest and allows you to do and, and let these guys show off their talent. Because as much as it sounds like a, you know, well, these guys are taking over these you, you, these uh, intersections. 
um, some of these guys got some serious driving skills and should be able to show that off. But yeah. there's nowhere to do that. And you gotta of course, give them the venue. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, um, I don't know how long Terminal Island's been closed. Oh, I know. It's a shame. But I remember yeah. uh, that was cool. Yeah. That was cool to yeah. go to. Um, yeah. A lot of OBS trucks there, too. You, got, you know, it's just, it's just like anything else. It's like you're not going to stop people from doing this stuff, so give them the venue. So, like skate parks. We right. grew up in a time where yeah. – you know, skateboarding's not a crime, right? Right, yeah. right. Skate, skate parks were all shut down because yeah. of, uh, you know, the, the liability. nature, liability, yeah. insurance companies shut them down. Uh, guess what? Every there, city every yeah. city has at least one skate park. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. But, right? you know, that, that also, though, look at that. That was a fight, you know, and, and, and the skateboarders, they, they stood behind it. It took a little bit of money, and it right. took some of the right people to get behind it. I mean, I'll give Rob Deerdeck a lot of uh, attention to this one, even though he's not the, the godfather of the skate parks. But, you know, he put a lot of effort and a lot of his own money to get these parks going. And, and it has really created something for a lot of kids because some kids just they don't fit the mold. Some kids aren't going to do yeah. the books and, and, and you know, your, yeah. your typical thing. Don't want to play football or they want to play football yeah, or something. Yeah. You know, some kids I mean, I, and I was that kid. I didn't play football growing up. I barely played baseball. I was the skateboarding, surfing, motocross kid. Yeah. And, you know, I was doing it when that was lowbrow. It was looked down upon. And now it's like, if you're not a skateboarder, surfer, or motocross guy, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Why are you even living in California? Right, right. right. No, it's, it's, uh, it's cool. You yeah. Know? Um, and it's but, good. It's good to take an OBS truck to a place like that too, right? Skate parks. Oh, <laughs> no, no. So, so that's the other thing is too. Like, I mean, uh, and I've I've seen it. Like, you know, in the mountain biking end. You know, mountain biking's huge right now, and it's huge for people our age because right. you know what? It's it's the progression. You were if you were into BMX in the seventies and eighties, right? right. Yeah. You're into mountain bikes now, as right? An adult. <laughs> totally. And and, and and you know. Um, I remember just just you go to any skate park, right, and you're going to see somebody in their 30s, 40s, and 50s. 100. percent Yeah, there's right. a guy that, at the box zone. He's got to be in his mid 50s, and I went in there one day. Yeah, it, this is like a year ago, and he had his arm in a sling. I said, "Hey, Dan, what happened?" He goes, "I don't want to talk about that yeah, accident." Yeah. And I go, "Is it an interesting story?" Yeah. He goes, <laughs> "Yeah, I was in a, he was in a, a skate competition, skating <laughs> pool. He was skating pools. Yes, yeah. right. He, this is a year ago. So yeah. this guy's mid fifties. Yeah. yeah, I was in a pool competition, skateboards, and so, I, so I kind of got division. what's that? <laughs> the open division. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. right. And he, Senior. He yeah. got hung up on the lip and he fell down and he broke his arm and shoulder. And I was right. like, oh, that's cool. Hey, Whatever. I mean, Tony Alva is sixty years old. Yeah. Oh. And yeah, killing it is killing it. Yeah. And oh, look, uh, Tony look Hawk, like, uh, you know, uh, Day, Steve like, Caballero, at, they're at, still skating. Oh, dude, yeah. if you follow Daywan Song on yeah, yeah. Uh, on Instagram, yeah. Yeah. He's still rips. Right, right, right. And he's so cool. We met Steve and I met him uh, at uh, a year year and a half ago at yeah. the at the Pennywise show. Yeah, the, there you go. He was back. He I saw him. He went into the the, the he went to little porta potties, and I was like. Uh, hold on a second. Yeah. What's up? I go. I go. No, I'm waiting for him to come out, dude. I Look wait, at this guy. I go. I'm waiting for him to come out. I go. I gotta say hi to him. coolest dude yeah, ever. Yeah, really cool. Coolest dude ever. Yeah. And he's he think he's our age, but you know, late forties. Yeah. And dude, the guy just does some insane stuff. Yeah. So, so it's cool. So that's funny because, you know, I don't really fanboy out of a lot of stuff. That's always kind of a, you know, hey, that's cool to meet people and everything like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't do it too right? much, but there's, you, yeah. you come across somebody. Sometimes, you know, like, I gotta some, see sometimes you're like, yeah, exactly. Sometimes oh. you're like, you know what, this is an important thing. Like, I, I got to go see this. So a friend of ours, Jay LaRosa, does this uh, this motor, or, um, motorcycle show because he's a motorcycle builder. And uh, pretty fun show. Um, it's more of an art installation 
right? These guys, they rent out a, a facility. Oh, which one's this? This, this is... OG Moto Show. Oh, yeah. They okay. did, they've done that a couple years now? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's so, a cool show. One of the years, uh, my buddy Tom and I, um, we got invited. Jay said, you know, come on out. We're, we're doing an opening night. You guys, you know, show up. And so we show up. And, of course, we're thinking it's going to be like 10 people. Uh, lo and behold, there's like the who's who of fashion, motorcycle, and anything that's hip in Los Angeles. They're all at this, you know, downtown L.A. warehouse with all these crazy art displays. So Tom and I feel way out of place. You know, yeah, we're yeah. walking to this place thinking it's going to be a, a, a freaking Angelo's drive through you know, cruise night. And this thing's <laughs> like, oh, you know, the composition of this, you know, wheel is amazing. You know, and we're like, <laughs> what the hell, right? So funny thing, we're walking by and, and we see this motorcycle and it's like a little cafe racer style thing. And it's, you know, got, got a theme going on. It's got a little number on there. The number says 360. We're like, that's kind of cool. It's like a skateboard thing. Lo and behold all of a sudden we turn around and it's steve caballero oh right <laughs> right and we're like and, and i go oh that's super cool like in my head i said that's super cool now i'm you know still looking at him and looking at the bike and going oh i'm making the connection 360 that's pretty good tom goes full 12 year old fucking retard <laughs> uh new kids on the block screaming girl just <laughs> runs right up to him and goes oh my god steve you're my favorite like skateboarder oh, i had all my skateboarding and that's just starts funny. throwing up on him and i walk up to tom and i grab him by the shoulders and i go i look at steve and i go i'm sorry steve but my daughter here is just a huge <laughs> fan and he just starts rolling laughing and i go i'll, I'll, I'll take her away now yeah. you know yeah, and, no, and just give the guy a space but you know we ended up talking he's a great guy uh and hell of a motorcycle come to find out oh, he didn't he, he didn't pay no he built it yeah he didn't pay to build it this wasn't like some oh, kind he of built it no he built it yeah because oh, nice. i i follow him on instagram i think he's into like dirt bikes and shit too. he's into he's that like, too yeah, yeah he rides motocross yeah. and uh he's a lot of stuff. music and yeah yeah, yeah he's yeah. in a lot well yeah, i mean i mean totally hey cool. he's in the band the faction i mean that's you know oh, yeah, skate yeah. rock right there so. oh, just like tony alva he's in the band too he's, yeah 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 i forgot what the name of the band is but it's a trippy kind of like acid rock kind of stuff. right well, right cool, and you know what? yeah and, and it's it's just like we're into we're into cars and trucks and stuff and but those were our hobbies, man. Oh, totally. Like so, those are I, those are our heroes. Yeah. You know, I mean, we have our heroes in the automotive industry, but yeah. th this is what we do every day. Right. So, our, we take a break when we were kids. You know, uh, skateboarding. Well, I, riding bikes. A car for me was just another way to get to another skate spot or another surf spot. You know, <laughs> right. that was like at first I was like, well, this car thing's great. And you got a truck. Yeah. But then it was Put like your boards in the truck. Yeah. Then it was like, oh wow, I, I can afford it. Well. Because I had a Volkswagen, yeah. but after when I finally got a truck, I was like, I got a truck now. Yeah. Like the possibility, like so much room for activities. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those things. Like you can just do anything. Yeah. So yeah. Well, that's cool, man. Yeah. Well, um, I'm looking forward to what's going on. Right. I mean, yeah. uh, it just it, we're going to do more of this. Yes. And you know, uh, you know, more more podcasts. We just keep people updated. And you know, um, so when can we expect the? When do you think we're going to see start seeing first episodes of uh, season two? Season two, I'm going to say you're probably going to look at probably about March is okay. when we're going to see the first episodes. That's um, cool. You know, I, again, too, we'll probably do another three episodes for a season. Okay. Um, you, you'll be able to watch those on Amazon Prime or on a uh, YouTube. Well, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, working on on some of these projects. Yeah. And doing doing some of the videos because I I do like uh, you know, I. I do this every day, but a lot of people will need to see behind the scenes and uh, of how 
we come up with these designs yeah. and how they get machined and how yeah. they get put together and you know I, I mean people like to nerd out on the on the yeah. details and right uh, it's also good to see the final product too because like each rim has its own characteristics but when you match it up to the car then it takes on a whole new life it really brings a car to life you yeah know? and and people also too when i build wheels I, I get requests a lot hey can you send me pictures of, of the build of right the progress i want to yeah. see so you know i'll show them a picture of the raw forging and then what it looks like when it comes out of the machine and yeah then, you know you know the step of the way which is cool i i like but, I, I think it's important to the process too because you know you're buying a piece of jewelry um you're not just buying a wheel you know you're buying something that's made for that truck mm-hmm. and i think people get that kind of mixed up sometimes because it's such now we're such a a, a picket and click it society you can just you know go no, online yeah. and you're hey i want that and amazon better have it to me tomorrow whereas you know wheels you've got to build them you've got to create them you you can't just pull them off a shelf they don't just come out of a they don't get spit out of them well I guess they do get spit out of a machine, but the machine <laughs> takes time to do it. So, oh, there's, there's, yeah. I mean, uh, and, oh. and, and you know, what's cool is it's the easiest. It's the it, it's the one thing you can do. You know, you could put a set of wheels that you like on that on that OBS, right? And you personalize it because you pick those out. You pick the colors out, blah blah blah. But then, let's say two three years, you sell the truck. What's the next guy? The the first thing he can do just to make it his yeah. and, and personalize change it is change the wheels. Yeah, change wheels. yeah. So. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I true. Cool. Like, uh, there's an example, um, and I'll try to get pictures. I've been trying to get before and after pictures from this guy. He bought this truck, totally customized, uh, a hot rod little pickup truck, and and uh, it had some really donkey looking Chinese uh, right. chrome wheels on it. And he's been a pretty good local customer, and he's he he comes in here and we we test fit everything, and we put a set of SOBs on there, and it just and he he lowered it down, right. and, and it just it just changed the truck. Yeah, yeah. It it just it just it's amazing just what the right set of wheels and tires and stance it'll, well, tra- it'll transform it. What what I this is my pet peeve, especially on the OBS trucks, is when a guy will put on a cast wheel that's the wrong offset oh, well, that's just not built for that listen, truck and, 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 and uh, what i always look at it is i look at like the the i think it's the chinese culture where they the women tie up their feet to make their feet smaller to fit into a shoe yeah that's what it reminds me of it reminds me of like you got the wrong shoes on well <laughs> look you can go you, you can go to some uh you, you could go to the thrift store and buy a suit right and it's gonna fit like you went to the thrift store, store and bought, and bought a, a suit, suit yeah or you can spend the money, right. and you can have someone tailor you a suit. I agree. And you don't have to spend tens of thousands of dollars, but you're going to have to spend some money. Right. Um, but it's going to fit right, and it's going to look right. And, yes, all these these one-piece Chinese wheels, right. They are a, a lot of them are a one-size-fits-most. Exactly. You know? Right. Uh, and if it's tucked in too far... Then you got to run a spacer on it, and yeah. then that's then it can be unsafe, and it's just it just doesn't look right. Right, right. It just doesn't look. Well, right. in, in this in this era, again, we're, we're talking about today. Um, there's many craftsmen that are showing their wares. I mean, you you, you look at craft brewing, you look at oh, yeah. craft jewelry, you look at craft, you know, ice cream. Uh, Ice cream, <laughs> that's right. Oh, yeah. Which, and, and which you know, by the way, good craft ice cream. <laughs> oh yeah, you know. No, um, sure. But that that too, it's the same thing too. You're a you're a craftsman. You're building, you know. Hot rods by Boyd is a craft. It's a crafted product. It is. Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely. it's not made for the masses. It's yep. not spit out of some giant. No, you it, know. 
yeah. huge conglomerate that's you know there's not rims sitting on the shelves right. ready to go these are all right. custom made and right. you know Even crisp I do puts get them that, together I do get that call like every day okay what do you have that's ready to go right <laughs> yeah <laughs> Anything you, know, you yeah. want to order. We don't, we, don't, we don't start your order till you order it. Right, yeah. right. So, yeah. So, know, and I same mean, thing too. I mean, would you want to buy food that way? I mean, I guess no. you can still go through the McDonald's drive through but Ugh. that fills a purpose. It doesn't really, that's not eating. That's yeah. just fueling up. Whereas, you know, if you're going to eat something, you want someone to make every, it you know, to your order. Yeah. Every once in a while, a little McDonald's cheeseburger tastes good. <laughs> no, I, I, but look, you feel like crap after oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know I, what? I can't it's do it anymore. It's almost like I just would take a bite and throw the rest away. Cause yeah. it's just because like, you, you want that. You just want that little mouth flavor. pleasure. Yeah. That I, mouth I, pleasure for like 10 seconds. And then because once it hits your stomach, it's all over. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They feel awful. Well, anyways, with that, and you know what? I will say that your craft service here has been just wonderful. I mean, I, even well, I, tried, I tried to get it, it's what? 7 a.m. right now. I was looking. Oh, yeah. Did you did you talk to the they're out there making crepes? Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Well, you know, they shut the restaurants down down the street, but right. I, I can have craft services well, here. Yeah, we got, we yeah. Got supposed to make a left at hair and makeup to get to craft. Services. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. 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 I was just looking for a hot ham and cheese croissant on the street. And... Oh, you didn't have the ham and cheese crepe? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. add, add, add a little pesto sauce to it. Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of that, it's about lunchtime. So, did you, right, did you right. Hear the we lunch start, bell? We started at breakfast. The lunch bell. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think we're going to wrap this up, man, because um, we got wheels to build. Uh, yeah. And uh, and uh, and I need a ham and cheese croissant. Yeah. Yeah, no. Real quick, I tried to uh, text my wife because uh, when I met her, I, and I've told you the story, yeah. she had uh, a GMC. I believe it was like a 96 or something. Right. I, thought, I thought, man, this chick's badass. Yeah, right. You know? right yeah. <laughs> she, she knew what was going on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. That is, I, I will say, that's one thing about that time. And when you saw a girl drive one of those, that was a plus. Yeah, yeah. That she, was like she had like the purple light underneath. So oh, like, just, underglow. What? Yeah, purple light. Was she, yeah. was she from Florida? No, 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 no. <laughs> just, just checking. Orange, uh, Orange County. Yeah. Orange County. Yeah. Wait, a white girl with the purple lights. Yeah, uh, man, that's, that's that's uh, like uh, that's that's a mosquito flying into the light. Right that's there. Funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve was like, oh, Steve was like, I, I have it. Gotta yeah. have it. Yeah. Gotta have it. Yeah, that's, that's good. Good times. Lights. Yeah. Purple lights. Dude, there's some got, things that need she, to come back, and there's if, some things that don't. Yeah, yeah. If she's got pictures of that dude, I gotta find. No, you you have to. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. That's great. <laughs> well, cool. So, well, thanks for uh, having so, me, guys. Yeah, man. Oh, it's yeah. always fun, dude. No, right always on, fun man. when you come uh, in. OBS Clash, Amazon Prime, yeah. Auto Revolution, Auto Revolution. Revolution. Uh, um, also on YouTube. Also on YouTube. Look, just follow it. It's a cool little series, and and uh, I can't wait to be a part of it uh, the next season, man. So, thanks again. Yeah. And remember, sell. Buy hot rods by Boyd. <laughs> buy American, buy yeah, hot rods ride, by Boyd. If you want your ride looking nice, man, you might yeah, as well. We don't it. sell the neon lights here, but we sell the wheels. Yeah, so. That's it. Maybe t- 2021. Maybe. 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 <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you got to get go to the music, too, and shit, man. That'd be sweet. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, Steve, no, you've been no. drinking the beer too much. Yeah, it's, it's a little early, Steve. <laughs> oh, what you, what you, what's in your coffee? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, you guys. All Appreciate right. it. Well, uh, Marcel, thank you for coming back into the studio. always a pleasure to have you. On behalf sure, of myself you. and Chris Kine, Yo, we thank you guys for listening to another episode of Hot Rods by Boyd. Until next time, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. See ya. See ya.